Good morning, Dan and Amy. We're talking uh, before the news about uh, the Arizona Senate race and uh-uh. what a conundrum it is that Martha McSally is in such a tight contest against uh, Kristen Cinema. It, it's mind-blowing, and I'm losing sleep over it, so I actually did something and called 10 of my friends that I know who are from Illinois who moved to Arizona to make sure that they're voting for Colonel Martha McSally. Well, uh, Scott emailed us uh, with one suggestion as to why it's a problem, and you're sort of hitting upon it. He said the problem in Arizona is half of California has moved to Arizona. They don't need a southern. They don't need a wall on the southern border. They need a wall on their western border. Oh, um, oh yeah, property taxes are a lot. Well, also land is a lot cheaper in Arizona. Well, I, I, I get that. I mean, I've heard that before. But, but also then the disparity. I mean, the, the governor there, Ducey, is in a walk against his Democrat opponent, where McSally is in a, a dogfight. It's, it's a little bit of the same thing in Texas, where Abbott is cruising to re-election and Cruz is in a battle with O'Rourke. So yeah, it's disconcerting because you, you have Martha McSally, who, who served our country, and at the same time she's serving our country, putting her life at, uh, on the line. You've got Cinnamon, or whatever her name is. I call her Cinnamon because it sounds better. If she and loses that tutu. race, she's probably going to change her well, name to Cinnamon for her next career. Exactly. You see her in a pink te- tutu with pink hair, and then one time she had purple hair. and just She's not a serious person. I don't understand. And she's sexually deviant. She's openly bisexual. Well, it's so strange to me. Well, these, right, I mean, it's, crude, the same, it's the same thing in Florida. I mean, it, everything's going so well in Florida. Rick Scott's done a great job as governor there. Yeah. And you're entertaining going with the Democrat socialist for governor, continuing to have a seat warmer in Bill Nelson as your senator, it's just bizarre to me. And that also includes Wisconsin, which we're going to get to in a moment. But Trump senses that there's something afoot out on the hustings. This is a Trump to the press pool prior to taking off for his rallies in Georgia and Tennessee this weekend. I think we're going to do well in the House. I think we're going to do really well in the Senate. And there is something going on out there. And I think you know what I mean. There's there's something going on. There's something that something there's something here. that's very interesting that's happening. The level the level of fervor, the level of fever is very strong on the Republican side. So I can't speak to the blue, but I can speak to the red. There's a lot of energy out there. They want to see border security. They don't want people pouring into our country. They don't want open borders. They don't want to pay for other people's health care. Uh, there's a lot of enthusiasm on the Republican side. Well, they're better. Yeah. Well, then later when he was in Belgrade, Montana, he said that there is a possibility that we could lose the House, that it could go down. Well, of course, it's a possibility. Pence says they're going to keep it. Um, there better be enthusiasm north of the Cheddar Curtain because you've got to see Walker get reelected. And I, here's another race I can't believe how far behind uh, Tammy Baldwin is Leah Vukmir for more in the Senate race. For more on this, we're pleased to be joined by our friend Sean Duffy, a congressman from the 7th District in Wisconsin. Sean, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Hey, it's great to be with you guys again. Thanks for having me on. Well, let's start uh, locally, meaning in Wisconsin, for you and uh, handicap uh, Walker and Vukmir for us. So I would just note for Wisconsin, we have some of the best, we have the best modelers in our state because we spent so much money on the recalls. Yeah. We're the best party and the best modelers of any state in the country. No offense to Illinois, but. Well, we have uh, the worst. Okay. Yeah. So that's we, it's not a no we, offense. We know taken. our role. Right. We know our Thank ranking. <laughs> and, and so we're in a place where I think Walker is, is up by a hair and Leah Vukmir, who is running against Tammy Baldwin, is down by a hair. So it's going to be very close. and It's going to be about turnout. Uh, in our state, but you know Scott Walker 
Um, he's a great campaigner. I was just with him last night in Wausau, Wisconsin, and he's been barnstorming the state, and he's running out of his record. I mean, we have we have an unemployment rate that is, you know, lower than the national average. It's, you know, at 2.8% unemployment. There's more jobs in our state than we have people to actually fill them. And that's a remarkable turnaround from where we were under, you know, our prior governor and uh, under Barack Obama. So we're, I, I'm feeling really good about our race. If I could, you talked about Arizona. If I could just comment, I know both of Kristen Cinema and um, uh, McSally. And it's an interesting race. Two members of Congress running against each other. And what I find happening in Arizona, not in, also in Texas and in Wisconsin, is you have liberal progressive socialist Democrats who run as Republicans in Republican states. And they, they talk about tax cuts and uh, regulation and reduce, you know, um, um, in, in government inhibitors. We want more liberty for the American people. It's all bogus. These are big government, big tax Democrats who are hiding their votes and running as moderate Republicans. And we can't let the voters be duped. So back to Wisconsin. Why is Scott Walker's race so tight? I just I can't, I can't fathom this. Well, Governor Walker, I mean, our, our state's I mean it's it's a fifty fifty state. It's very close, and and all of his races have been close, right? I mean, we we we're not a red state. It's uh it's you know at best purple, and so it it you know when Walker wins, he wins by you know a couple points. That's just how tight it always is. And what normally happens in Wisconsin is Governor Walker starts out you know, uh, down in the polls. And it's usually in the last, you know, two weeks to 10 days, he surges and, you know, comes up above that 50% mark. We're, we're seeing that same thing happen right now. Well, good. He better. I mean, you know, we got to have someplace for Illinoisans to move. I mean, here's the, the, the thing with um, uh, Wisconsin. So interesting because it's not like here where we've decided to uh, commit economic suicide as a, a group of 13 million people while well, 12 and declining. You guys, you got Ron Johnson on one side, you got Tammy Baldwin on the other. That's sort of a bit of schizophrenia. It is. It, it, what's outrageous is Tammy Baldwin is running ads in Wisconsin saying that she's a tax cutter, that she's voting, voting to, to cut taxes, and she runs ads like this, and she's a Madison liberal who has voted 418 times to raise uh, American taxes. And th they get away with this stuff, and people – People who don't know better because they don't know the voting records, and if you don't have the money to, to push back on it, like Leah Vukmir does not, it becomes very challenging, you know, to, to draw a distinction between where we want to take the country. And so she tells us one thing in her ads and then goes out and is a, a radical liberal when she gets out to um, Washington, D.C. That's, and that's a trouble that we face in a lot of these, in a lot of these races. I mean, Kristen Sinema, same thing in, in Arizona, radical lefty, but plays a moderate. Um, in our campaign ads. So how do you handicap uh, control of the House? So here's, here's what I'll tell you. So for the last year and a half, we knew this was going to be a tough cycle for us just because of the president's party and the non-presidential year always has a tough time. And so we knew that if the generic ballot, the generic ballot is, do you want a Republican or a Democrat in Congress, right? You don't put a name on it. The generic ballot, if it was Democrat uh, by a six-point majority, we keep the House. If it was Democrat by seven points, we have a shot at keeping the House, but it was going to be tough. Yesterday, NBC, Wall Street Journal, the last poll I saw, has uh, the generic ballot at Democrat plus seven, which means there is no blue wave. 
uh, and we have a fighting chance to keep the house. But it's, I mean, we're looking at races like Peter Roscombe's in right. uh, in Illinois, and and I just heard Randy Holkren's ad while while I was waiting to come on with you guys. Those are important races for us to make sure we keep the house. These are kind of the firewall for us in Hillary Clinton districts. But you have great members of Congress who are running, and and it's and it's um, those kind of races that are going to decide whether you have a Republican speaker or if you have Nancy Pelosi as your speaker. I'm on financial services. We we control the plumbing of free enterprises as the capital markets and banking and insurance. If we lose the House, Maxine Waters, a socialist, will be in charge of of, of free markets in America. Oh, yeah. um, it's it's mind-blowing that this is what we could have for our country. And they can't do a whole lot of damage because we have the president there. But what I think what they're going to do is they're going to try to distract him and destroy him off the mission of making American lives better and more prosperous and making us stronger as a country and securing our borders and making sure we have uh, continued American energy independence. And I, I think that, uh, th- that message has to resonate. Also, they talk about health care. They're running on health care. All these ads on health care, they broke health care. Right. I mean, with Obamacare, you know, if you're poor and get a subsidy in the exchange, it works for you. But And you're rich, you know, you have the money to buy a gold-plated plan. But if you're in the middle... Prices for health care on the exchanges have gone up dramatically. A family of four paying $2,000 a month with a $7,000 deductible, they ruined health care. And now they want to tell us that they're the ones to fix it is, is a really uh, head-scratching message for, for, for Democrats. Now, CNN reported this morning that uh, Paul Ryan had called President Trump last night and said, hey, you know, the, last, the remaining three stops of this campaign for the midterms, please talk more about the economy and less about the caravan. Do you agree with that? I don't. Um, I think you should talk about the economy and the caravan. You know, in, in a way, you can look at it like this. You know, the economy is almost looking in the rearview mirror. We have done such a great job on these policies that allowed the economy to grow. That's a bit of a rearview mirror. You want to keep this thing going. But if you're looking forward, what's, what is the threat that we face in the country? It's border security. And, you know, allowing, I don't know if the caravan's at 4,000 or 7,000 people. I don't know what the actual number is right now. But you can't let you know, your your border be stormed by people who are going to demand entry and break our law coming from countries that the main problem um, is that they don't follow the law. They don't have rule of law. So they come here to start off breaking our laws and they're beating up Mexican police. So I think it's a big issue that motivates Republican voters because we are rule of law folks. We want to make sure that we follow the laws, that we support our law enforcement and our military and we, we're, we're a country of immigrants. We want people to be able to come into this country, but we want them to come lawfully, not by way of a caravan demanding entrance into this um, great United States of America. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, look, there's two two indicators. One is uh, the fact that Democrats uh, don't want to talk about the caravan. That should tell you that you do want to talk about it. Uh, and, and number two, I mean, look, we can wish that uh, everybody was fascinated by supply and demand curves and just dollars and cents issues all we want. But uh, the, the polling prior to Kavanaugh told us that border security was the number one issue for Trump voters that you need to turn out in this midterm. And so, you know, you, you can walk and chew gum at the same time at these rallies. You can cover more than one topic and he can actually connect the two under his whole kind of jobs, not mobs rubric. The, the president speaking for over an hour. It's not like he's doing short rallies. He talks forever, um, <laughs> exactly. which is great. But I, I, I think another issue that's on the ballot here, too, is. You know, d- Democrats are not the party of John F. Kennedy anymore. I mean, JFK, I wasn't alive for him, but he said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. That's not the Democrats anymore. They were, they're saying, what, what freebies can we give you from the federal government? 
JFK was a guy who cut taxes like we have. He's someone who rebuilt the American military. Democrats have been taken over by this socialist movement. And if and I believe in a two-party system. I want a strong Democrat party and a strong Republican party because you don't want a one-party country. That's a bad thing. But I don't want a Democrat party that's a radical leftist party. And the way that we knock out the socialism from the Democrat party is we actually win in this election. And if we win, we're going to make Democrats go back to the to the drawing board and say, okay, what policies are actually going to are going to help average Americans, whether they're in Illinois or Wisconsin or Indiana or Ohio? We got to get rid of these left wing nut jobs on the coast from New York and California that drive the politics of the Democrat Party because it doesn't work in middle America because it doesn't make any economic sense. So that's that, that's a real benefit if we keep the House and gain seats in the Senate is socialism, I think, dies uh, with, with, within the Democrat Party. He is Sean Duffy, Republican congressman from Wisconsin's 7th. Sean, uh, good luck uh, both locally and federally tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Dan. And thank you, Amy. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line.